Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Greetings, comrades, and welcome to the Eastern Border. Now, this episode is not the one that I wanted to make. This is the one that I need to make. You see, normally uh, I don't make episodes reacting to current events that occasionally, but at this given point in time in history, I feel like there's a need for me to explain something to you guys. Something truly, truly unspeakable has happened. I mean... Not on the level of, oh no, just stunned me for a bit. No, 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 no. Something so insane, something so crazy, something concerning Eastern Europe, that I just have to make an episode about this. And uh, hi everyone who's here because you googled this thing. But yeah, what happened was that, as you know, I'm a football fan. That's soccer for you Americans, but uh, so you understand. You might have heard of this team called Real Madrid. Just uh, the biggest sports franchise in the world. The biggest guys ever. 13-time UEFA Champions League champions. The biggest sports club on the planet Earth. They played against a team from Tiraspol. I'll get to where Tiraspol is and why they matter. Team called Sheriff Tiraspol. According to Metadata Company Grace Note. Sheriff Tiraspol had a 1.4% chance of victory. 1.4% chance of victory. The odds were insane. It was about 1.11 versus 25 or something. And Sheriff Tiraspol beat Real Madrid at home in football. Now, this is... So amazing that I just had to make an episode on this because this, for me as a football fan, is insane. I've been mimetically rooting for Sheriff Tiraspol for a long while now because, well, you'll understand why because that's a club full of memes. 
but uh, you know, this month has been difficult for me, and you know, I like to watch sports to relax, and uh, well, the Wasps did it. It's just insane. This is the greatest achievement ever. It's crazy. And they beat Real Madrid. Like, the biggest club on the planet Earth. And this episode is just dedicated so that you guys understand why this whole thing is so important, so big, and why literally everyone around the world is just applauding them. Even though Sheriff Tiraspol symbolizes what happened in the 90s and why some things with the sport and with business in general, at least in Europe, are so weird. Because that in itself is not a normal club. You know, sports clubs are owned by businesses and they're run by franchises, but Sheriff Tiraspol is probably the weirdest professional sports team ever made. And they're totally the underdogs of all times because, you know what? Just to put this in perspective, I joked on my social media that Sheriff Tiraspol are run in such a way that if their players don't score and win, then uh, their kids will be dropped out of universities and their families will be shot. And that's only partially joking, really. Because, oh boy, you probably have never heard of them, but this is the story of Sheriff Tiraspol. You see, guys, Sheriff, football club Sheriff, or just Sheriff Tiraspol, is a Moldovan football club based in Tiraspol, which is the largest city in the unrecognized breakaway state of Transnistria. And they play in the Moldovan Football League because they have literally nowhere else to go. They play at the Sheriff Stadium with the capacity of about 13,000 people. Now, Tiraspol itself is the largest city, if you can call it that way, in Transnistria, which is a breakaway state, very pro-Russian one, we'll get to what Transnistria is a bit later, but the city has a population of about 133,000 people. Not kidding. 133,000 people out of the whole republic of about 400,000 people. This is why this whole thing is just insane. They were founded in 1996, and, like, they they were bought in by a former KGB agent, Viktor Gusian, who was an employee of the security corporation Sheriff, which is why they're named this way. He was an ex-KGB agent, a separatist, kind of like, um, you know, the guys in Donetsk. Sheriff is a very bizarre company, which is founded in 24th of June, 1993. And Viktor here is one of the chief guys there. To put this into perspective, in this tiny breakaway republic, which is kind of like Moldova's version of Donbas, okay? Look, the sheriff forms like 60% of the gross domestic product of the whole place. It's insane. The thing is, Transnistria, where they are based on, whose capital is Tiraspol, from where sheriff is playing, they're unrecognized by anyone. They're a breakaway state. Where literally, they still have hammer and sickle in their flag. Soviet military tanks are there. They have plastic money. 
because they really figured out that, well, we can't afford metal money. I'm not kidding. These guys are folks who use plastic money. It doesn't get weirder than this. Sheriff Tiraspol does not have another sponsor for their team. Like, you know, in every sports game ever, in at least football, you're expected to, you know, have your team logo, then you have the kit maker's logo on your shirt, and then you have, like, the big sponsor thing on the center. If you look up Sheriff Tiraspol and their shirts, which are either black or orange, then you'll notice the fact that they simply don't have a sponsor because they are so tiny and so unknown by anyone that they just don't have one. They lack sponsorship. Not even like cryptocurrency firms or even Rhodesia or Rwanda. I think it's Rwanda, yes. Rwanda, which sponsors Arsenal, okay? It's a country that sponsors the team. No one sponsors Sheriff Tiraspol except the corporation of Sheriff. This is the most bizarre team ever to play in the Champions League. And they're insane. And again, they're based in this breakaway state in a country that doesn't even really exist. And they're forced to play in the Moldovan League because that's their only way how to basically, you know, do anything. And so far in their Moldovan National Division, Sheriff, out of the 21 seasons that have even been in the Moldovan National Division, the top tier of Moldovan football, Sheriff Tiraspol has won 19 of them. Which means they've lost only two years out of the 21 years the league even has existed. Furthermore, if you've listened to my football episode where I explain how European football works to you guys, you know that there's a pyramid system in each country. See, Sheriff Tiraspol's second team is so dominating in their second league of football that no one else can even get promoted to the Moldovan first division, and they can't get promoted either because it is illegal for anyone, basically for the same team, to have them and their own farm team in the same top league. It's not allowed. So Sheriff is dominating Moldovan football. Sheriff 2 is dominating the second league of football. And it's insane because... They don't even call themselves Moldovan. And the company, Sheriff itself, is literally run by mostly ex-KGB agents turned separatist, turned terrorist, like utter madness. So that you know that it's kind of like... I'll, I'll just use baseball terms here, okay? Now, um, Boston Red Sox, the only baseball team that I know of, you know... Um, imagine if, say, a team from Zeeland, an unrecognized nation state tiny country which no one recognizes like you know three farmers two carpenters and the only kid who grew up there would come together and go to boston red sox stadium their ballpark and play baseball with them and boston red sox wouldn't pull their punches no boston red sox would put out their best players out there and they would lose this is this big few americans out there this is exactly like a bunch of farm kids coming together, throwing up a baseball team, facing Boston Red Sox, and then winning them. The thing is that the whole of Transnistria is located in the narrow strip of land between the river Dniester and the Moldovan-Ukrainian border. And it's kind of crazy because the region's origins of this Transnistria are traced to Moldovan Autonomous Soviet Socialist Republic which was formed as a part of Ukrainian Soviet Republic. 
And like, amid the disintegration of the Soviet Union, they just got established that as in between Moldova and Ukraine, as in the hopes that it would remain within the Soviet Union. Should Moldova decide to unify with Romania or have independence or something? And they were just like an enclave of ex-Soviets who just stuck there. Everyone there is Russian. And their biggest export is old Soviet military stock. And they still have the KGB and everything there. And they still kind of cooperate with Moldova because of how they need to do economy. They also had a war because they're literally basically the Donbass of Moldova. And it's a bizarre thing. So, like, they had their own war in 1992, which was concluded by a ceasefire. This was slightly before the Balkan Wars. But it's a mess of a region. Like I said, 400,000 people live there, out of which 133,000 live in Tiraspol, their so-called capital, I suppose. And as a part of this ceasefire agreement, a three-party, Russia, which basically funds Trinistria's existence and Russia keeps military bases there, it's a part of this. This is why uh, Ukraine is so worried about them. Well, three Russia, Moldova, Transnistria, they have a joint control commission which supervises the security arrangements in this DMZ, because this whole thing is now considered a demilitarized zone, and they just are there. And although the ceasefire has held so far, the territory's political status remains unresolved. Transnistria is an unrecognized, but de facto independent, semi-presidential republic with its own government, parliament, military, police, everything. 400,000 people live there. It's crazy. And they have their own constitution and flag. But after a 2005 agreement between Moldova and Ukraine, which is only countries bordering this place, all Transnistrian companies that seek to export goods through the Ukrainian border must be registered with the Moldovan authorities. And this is crazy because of how the borders work. They do all their business through Moldova, and Moldova lets them kind of be, and it's kind of bizarre. And the team from this Bizarro's breakaway state just dominates their football, and you wouldn't think about Moldova being a powerhouse in European football area anyways. And they're run by ex-KGB guys who are basically terrorists and who literally sell old Soviet guns to terrorists. Hello there, thank you for tuning in into another episode of The Eastern Border. We are so happy to announce that this episode is brought to you by our friends at rusansov.com. If you're looking to buy new art, don't forget to use the code EASTERNBORDER for a discount on us. Remember, head over to rusensoft.com and happy shopping! If, however, you want to support our show directly, head over to patreon.com or our website theeasternborder.lv to find out how you can help out. For all things Eastern Border, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Discord. And as always, thank you so much for supporting us. We really appreciate each and every one of you. That's all from me now. See you online. This podcast brought to you by RussianVoiceOvers.eu. Enjoy. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, most Transnistrians, the guys who live there, they also have a Moldovan citizenship. So a lot of them have um, also Romanian or Ukrainian or other citizenships. This state doesn't even really exist. It's like nowhere. It's madness. Now, the Tiraspol itself, also spelled Tiras, was a colony of the Greek city-state Miletus, which was probably founded around about 600 BC. Yeah, kind of weird. We're talking about a city that was founded by the Greeks next to the river, which flows into the Black Sea, and it's just... Eh? And... Uh, the Russian Empire kind of went there, and now the Soviets have stayed, and now we deal with Sheriff, their number one company, which makes up 60% of their GDP. See, this company was formed in the early 1990s, who were both members of the special services like Viktor Gushan and Ilya Kazmali, and ex-KGB agents. And um, they literally do everything, because these guys were separatists, and these guys were ex-KGB agents, and they just wanted to keep the Soviet Union, and then they just did some racketeering, and then they formed Sheriff as a security company, and now they own a football club, who just beat Inter Milan. This is truly the most bizarre reality that we live in. Now, to be exact, currently, Sheriff owns, and I quote here, a chain of petrol stations, a chain of supermarkets, a TV channel, a publishing house, a construction company, a Mercedes-Benz dealer, an advertising agency, a spirits factory, two bread factories, mobile phone network, a college, they're building a five-star hotel, which is still under construction, and finally, the football club FC Sheriff Tiraspol. Like, when I make jokes on social media about if you don't play well enough at Sheriff Tiraspol, your family's gonna get shot by KGB, because they run the whole thing, or by ex-mafia guys, yeah, it's only partially joking, really. Because, you know, it, it sounds, like, less bizarre on paper, but if you think about it, and when they were founded, then these guys are basically racketeers and organized crime group who just literally stole everything that they could and decided to legit themselves, go legitimate, and just um, went full-on. No, we're not doing totally crime again. It's a bit of a madness, really. See, 
These Transnistrian government policies basically have isolated the region from the rest of Moldova because of, well, how they work and how they've been, you know, isolated. Which has allowed this company, Sheriff, to make a monopoly there. And uh, because of this, and because of how Transnistria works, they are also basically the oligarchs and the guys who um, run the country. The company supports government policy in general, and um, as a um, security business, basically, help a strong arm the opposition there, they get privileges. In return, for example, the customs service of Transnistria, which is headed by the president's son Vladimir, gives Sheriff a reduction on taxes and import dues. And uh, this guy himself is also a major silent partner among the company. It's crazy. And they're the largest company over there who are just dominating all this stuff. And Sheriff has used its economic clout to sway elections. They own the TV there. They own the mobile phones. They own everything. And uh, their parties that they support gain absolute 100% votes and everything in, like, every election ever. And they are contributing to electoral fraud. And they also contribute, basically, to Moldovan elections. And Moldova is literally the poorest country in Europe. And Sheriff is so big in Transnistria and so rich, they've built a stadium worth 150 million pounds, about 170 million euros or something, uh, about the seven dollars, but they're a bunch of gangsters who literally run their own country and run a football club. And no one knows about them. They're mimetic because it's insane. Now, the latest thing that they did, which I think I, I spoke about this on the show, is the fact that this year there was a Moldovan parliamentary election where the pro-Western forces won, but Sheriff was caught red-handed by giving well, in their local currency, of course, but uh, they were paying about 25 US dollars worth of money to all Transnistrians if they went to vote for the party Sheriff supported. I mean, and then they used this Sheriff football club to launder their money, they're run by an XGB gangster guy, and then they somehow just beat the biggest club ever. Now, sure, their politics is bizarre and everything, but they truly were the utter underdogs of this whole affair. I just wanted you guys to understand how weird Sheriff even is. And the fact that, you know, they're club guys and everything. They're doing a great job. But they're run by gangsters in a bizarro state. So, yeah. This is why, because of all these facts together, this is why I think that maybe someone should just look into Sheriff and understand what's happening at Tiraspol. Because, truly, I couldn't ever find a more bizarre sports club ever on the planet Earth. It's a bizarre story, and I like their football flyers, because, you know, if they suddenly start failing at games, yeah, not even kidding. Their family members might be in trouble. So, stay safe, Sheriff, and continue delivering, because you just proved that... For unknown reasons, even a gangster-run club by a country that doesn't even theoretically exist can beat the biggest sports club on planet Earth. If this story wouldn't be so bizarre, I wouldn't be making a special episode about it. But, uh, yeah. Soviet school's incoming next time. 
Thank you for listening. I'm still stunned, but getting better now. And hope you enjoyed this weird, albeit quite short, episode on the bizarre little club that is Sheriff Tiraspol. the Eastern Border Show. If you have any questions or comments, go to our website theeasternborder.lv and leave a comment there. Or email us at theeasternborder at gmail.com We'll be sure to answer. You can also follow us on social media and contact us there. If you enjoyed this episode, then leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends about us. It really helps us grow the show. And remember, happiness is mandatory. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.